Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. I'm Tower here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find Warn Radio on Truth Social, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Getter, Tumblr, and Linktree. You can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Do not miss this post, America's Grace, God's Grace. America, Grace, God's Grace are words to remind us that despite man's ability to think, build, and live on his own, in two short words, man cannot. Do not miss this post, when the grinders shall cease. It is a time when old men realize the foolishness of the past and wisdom which they would of God had known back then. Do not miss this post. Times, Seasons, God, and Secrets. Times, Seasons, God, Secrets break into the world of technology and humanism. It brings an ancient secret of who's really in power. Latest posts on warn-usa.com. Do not miss this post. Gospel Advocacy Evangelism Cost of Following Jesus. Classic Warn Radio. Gospel Advocacy moves forward as evangelism globally brings the message of redemption. It is a small world, yet a very big and different one than in the days of the very early church. Do not miss this post, Spiritual Battle of Mind and Soul, Classic Warren Radio Series. For the believer, the battle for the Spirit-filled life, we have been given power through Jesus Christ. Here we can focus on the Lord, finding peace of heart and mind. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising by the Watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller. There's danger and intrigue, dark forces plotting. The nation is at risk. Can smack save the United States? And you can get your copy by going to danaglinsmith.com and visit the Christian bookstore and resource shop where we feature The Rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our Vision Media. And also, while you're on danaglinsmith.com, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter. And now, I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Welcome to another Friday. Not November yet, will be. 
Halloween, elections, just to name a few events happening. But as I was already outside early this morning, I noticed the yard was filled with leaves and only have one small medium tree. So I go, hmm, where does all these leaves come from? How dare someone else's leaf fall on my property? Well, one of the subjects for the ages, I suppose. We can't even protect our borders. <laughs> so how can I keep the leaves off my lawn from the neighbors? But even they've got a lot of leaves. Where do all theirs come from? They only have one tree. I think there's a plot afoot. Chilly this morning. And you can tell when you get into that October fallish, November, little more fallish weather. It's cold, it's chilly. And then when you get in to the true depths of winter, you have to have layers on of warmth because it's bone chilling. <laughs> oh, I laugh and chuckle about it because I remember my dad being here. Southern California boy, raised on Catalina Island. His dad was a game warden. One of the pictures I have of him is him golfing in Southern California. And boy, it was a different look. California golfer, suave looking. His shoes were fit for the time. glistening I mean yeah that isn't the Wyoming way he came to Wyoming and married got away from California saying that they were crazy they were today they're even more crazy but there are Californians leaving. I spent time in California, had relatives in California, rich relatives. <laughs> Didn't do me any good, but we consider them rich. They lived in Hollywood. They were uh, real estate agents. They had a huge friggin' house worth a ton of money. Of course, today, it probably wouldn't seem like much because things are even more. I watched a short video with Kevin Sorbo, who's explaining where he was golfing. He's a golfer, too. And he was talking about the houses around the golf course, talking about how expensive they were. Oh, that's that's the place to get it, man. If you've got money and you, you want clout and fit in with the social class, you build your house around one of the fancier golf course. It'll cost you money. But you'll get it back in social contacts. Wouldn't be me, though, because I could care less. I'd rather be out on some 40 acres out in the middle of nowhere. 
So today we're talking about wisdom's righteousness in part eight of end time affliction survival practice. <laughs> if there's one thing we need, we <laughs> we need wisdom and we need righteousness. Dear God in heaven, help us. But you know, there is something about as you grow older, you're supposed to be wiser. That doesn't always happen. But I appreciate my parents, my father-in-law, mother-in-law, all of them. They're gone now. I miss them. And I look on the calendar of life and I say, well, you know, you're you're getting up there. So's Tower. Coming up next year, we'll be doing this end-time radio broadcast for 25 years. And we have no intentions of quitting. The websites are doing good. Have a few issues with... Uh, on one of the sites. But other than that, all things continue. The liberals continue to be liberal. The Republican rhinos are rhinos. <laughs> and the Trump supporters, you know, all those that support Donald Trump, you know, he's, he's an icon today. He really is. And that makes the Democrats mad. <laughs> You know, no matter what they do, these people are going to love him because he loves them, you know. And he will tell you like it is. He's, he's funny. Yeah, and he, I'll tell you, politics is a jealous woman. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, man. She don't want you dating anybody else, man. If you're a liberal Democrat, don't you go wandering over to no rhino. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the kids on the street, they're about as lost and screwed up as you can get. And years ago, I saw this where the girls, some of the women, and even the guys, were going into surgery and... Uh, having their foot change to look like a real animal. In, and I've seen them do that. Weird. These are spirits, unclean spirits that are provoking this. And of course they change their looks in so many ways. You see, the Native Americans have various spirits, quite a few of them. But when a child is born, what spirit is he going to have? The spirit of the eagle or the coyote. And there's others. These are all unclean spirits. Now, you see, when you're in a nation like ours and you fall away and you're given heed to all those inclinations that you get, if you're not born again, you can't fight these things. They'll take you over. And that's why we have wisdom's righteousness. Because man's wisdom is not going to deliver you redemption. Man's righteousness will get you nowhere with God. You can't write your own holy book and think it'll get you square with the Lord God. There's only one way. Only one.
and that is Yahshua, Jesus Christ our Lord, to the glory of the Father. Now there's a lot of people that don't want to hear that. But there's also a lot of people that were former enemies of the cross, just as Paul was, who became a Christian. They had heard only that he which persecuted the faith has now become one of us, and they rejoiced God in me, Paul says. But today, you're more likely to get the Stephens knocked out of you or even killed, especially in places like Pakistan and India and other places, especially throughout Africa. So wisdom's righteousness brings us to the wisdom of the scripture. The wisdom of God as he passed it down. And of course, you know, Proverbs leads the way when we look at the personification of wisdom and the right way to walk before the Lord God. And it is God's wisdom and his righteousness that brings you to the knowledge of the Most High through the Spirit of God. As the Lord said, no man can come unto me except the Father draws him. Our Father and our God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit. That's why the Lord could say, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Because he had the fullness of the Spirit. And the unwavering support of his Father. And so here we are in an America... that has trouble cleaning up its own house before it talks to Iran or India or Russia or Ukraine. We got a lot of hot spots. We got a lot of issues out there. But then you allow a president to come in like Biden, who is old, and they knew that he had these health issues, dementia, Alzheimer's, all these are some of the symptoms he has. He has them, period. I don't care what they say. <clears throat> and it's become more evident every day. And it's sad that a political people, and these are Democrats, who will utilize an old man and take advantage of him give him words to say, guide him around with the help of his wife. And so then people call him out because he gets angry. Well, when you get old, and especially if you have dementia, you have some mental capacities, you do get that way. And when you get older anyway... You're just not prepared to deal with all the freaking problems that you see in the world. They can get along without you as long as you have some peace and quiet. Yeah, seniors, they like peace and quiet. Many years ago, when I first started all this, I used to spend time, still do, with the Lord. But I would do some driving and I found a couple of places around here that had a good horizon. And I could talk to the Lord and I would write. You need to find a place that you can put a relationship with God, number one. Now, you can talk to him anywhere at any time. But you have to acknowledge him in your ways. So 
So in time, affliction survival practice. Man, what a title. Now you see Proverbs 8. Now this is an interesting scripture because John 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That Word became the Word incarnate or made flesh. He was born of a woman. And had all the powers of the Godhead bodily. Yahshua, Jesus Christ. So in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Now if we go to Proverbs 8, 22 and 23. The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way before his works of old. I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning, or ever the earth was. Ever the earth was. So we find wisdom. John says we find the word. So we can take from these two that both the word and wisdom were set up in the beginning. The Lord possessed them both. And of course there's other scriptures that delineate that the Lord indeed took part in creation. For all things were created by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. And see, when we talk about wisdom, and that's what we're talking about. We're in Proverbs 8. That's the kind of wisdom when we discuss the gospel, when we get into scripture. For my ways are not your ways, saith the Lord. Neither are your ways as a man, God's ways. It doesn't work that way. And so when we get into survival, and I have watched over the years, not so much anymore, because I've seen most of it, survival shows, Bear Grylls, The Survivor Man, and others. Noticing their techniques for survival. And there is a wisdom there. And there's also a talent there. Bear learned to, to climb mountains from his dad. Everything that he does came directly from his parent or parents. And so, in the first early parts of his shows, when he was really young, you know, it was amazing what this guy could do. And there are people today that can survive. You put them out here, if something happened to America, and there was absolutely nothing, they would survive. Well, multitudes would die. And so when we talk about survival practice, it's the, it is just the practice, practice, the teaching of survival practice. What do we do to survive? And, and I ran several series of teachings on this where I go through scripture and point out the practical aspects of what the Lord told the apostles to do.
Nowhere in the New Testament does it tell Christians to stay in their churches that we now have all the time. <clears throat> Nowhere does it tell you to gather there. You can gather by a stream under a tree. And you can still have church. But we have a whole thing afoot where we lift up the church and the edifices and the gold towers that we build and say, this is God's church. Well, you can call it God's church. But the Lord is not going to fit in all your buildings. You can't put him in it. Because he is greater. He is all in all. He encompasses everything. Omnipresent. Omniscient. Omnipotent. But God through his wisdom when the atonement was made and God knew what he was going to do from the beginning. After the Son of God came and died on the cross, resurrected from the dead and ascended to the right hand of the Father, believers could have the Spirit of God. The kingdom of God is within you, the New Testament says. Well, how is that possible? Through his spirit. And so that's why you can take an African out in the middle of the plains of Africa and have a couple of buddies that are all Christians and sit under some kind of a tree And have church. And that's also why you can have a supernatural wisdom. Because of the spirit of God. Now the Bible can give us practice and other things for godly living. That's what it does. But when the Lord told the apostles... If they persecute you in this area, go to another town. Later on, he says, you will not have gone through all the cities of Israel before I catch up with you. That's my paraphrase. You know, if, if they persecute you here, you go somewhere else. When the Jews were threatening to kill him, the Lord deliberately, in, in a couple of places, it, it does say, you know, he hid from him. He went somewhere else. See, that's the practice. And the other part of that is the supernatural practice where God supernaturally intervenes into the affairs of man on a physical realm and we call these miracles. And this happens all the time. According to my standards. Okay. Someone else will say, well, no, that we, it doesn't happen all the time. Once in a while. But see, we are so cold hearted. It's hard for us to even understand that. There are miracles that the church can stand on deliverances and stand on the word of God and trust the Lord. But it also takes God's wisdom. Does God say to stand or does he say to leave and find another place where they can't find you? In some cases today, Christians can go nowhere. 
There's nowhere for them to go. They're surrounded by enemies. And in some areas, this is really difficult. This is hard. And people die. And so, the wisdom was set up from everlasting. And the writer, this is where I like the wisdom books, because it's like he takes you through a little journey. And so, the Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way before his works of old. I was set up from everlasting from the beginning or ever the earth was, so it's always been. When there were no depths, I was brought forth, where there are no fountains abounding with water. This is, he's describing what it's like, you know, when there wasn't anything and, and wisdom was there. Before the mountains were settled, before the hills was I brought forth. While as yet he has not made the earth, he had not made the earth, nor the fields, nor the highest part of the dust of the earth, dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the depth, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he gave to the sea his decree that the water should not pass his commandment, when he appointed the foundations of the earth, they were set. So the seas are going to hold back. You have an atmosphere. You have clouds. You have rain. Everything is set. When he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he gave to the sea his decree that the water should not pass his commandment, when he appointed the foundations of the earth, then I was by him. As one brought up with him, I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in the habitable part of his earth, and my delights were with the sons of men. See, that's poetic. Now, I'm a writer. I'm a poet. Even a songwriter. Most people don't know it because I've got plethora of stuff that I've written. I was writing since I was a young boy. But that prepared me for a time like today. Because for 25 years, next year, but I was doing this before this stint of 25 years. I was a pastor and a youth pastor before this 25 years. So, Tower and I have been on this path for a long time. But we were brought to this particular time point by the Lord for a purpose. And that is to warn, exhort, teach, and preach. And I like the fact that when I look at this, I was by him, it says, as one brought up with him. I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him. You know, there's nothing like having knowledge and having wisdom and knowing. When you're building something, you know what you're doing. In the practical aspects, when you're preparing food, a recipe that you know, it's not agony. Try making a dish that you don't know how to do. Try baking and doing things that would be normally out of your realm. Try anything. And if you already know how to do it and you're trained in that or you got the talent in that, hey, it's a joy, it's a delight. There are people that try to sing and they can't sing worth a note. And they're happy. But the thing of it is, there are those who are who sing and have a talent for it. They know how to do it. 
And then they get filthy rich and backslide if they're a Christian. I mean, that happens. You get all that money. There are many snares to the wicked. Now, you see, all of this establishes, and we've been talking about it, excuse me, for a while. Establishes the fact of wisdom personified as an individual, as someone who is walking with God. Whereby, if we look at what John said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, we know who that is. That was the Son of God. He was there in the beginning. He is the Word incarnate. Now it says here, Now therefore hearken unto me, O you children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. You know, you're going to get further with God if you repent and walk in Him than you are without Him. Now you see, you can also look at the fact that there are areas today as, as Christians if you happen to be a Muslim and become a Christian, then you can have a death penalty. And we have many testimonies of Muslims who have become Christians, and they suffered that fate. They lost all contacts with their family. In some cases, a guy will lose his wife and his kids. In other cases, there's those of young kids. We covered one not too long ago. And it was a young girl. And uh, there was some free activities for kids, like Bible vacation school or something. And... uh, She came out of there believing in the Lord Jesus Christ and in our Father. She accepted him. Eventually her parents found out they were going to kill her. See, that's the solution that many times the Muslims put forth. Well, we're going to kill you. Because in the Muslim thing, They're better off dead than alive if they're a Christian. But this also happens with other religions. So therefore, hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways. Hear instruction, be wise, and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoso findeth me findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul, and all they that hate me love death. See, wisdom, godly wisdom, the wisdom that leads you to life eternal and to the Father and into a relationship with him through Christ Jesus our Lord. That is health and life. That is wisdom. But the Lord warns. You know, if you find yourself being persecuted and hated, he says, know that they hated me before they hated you. And so these are the real facts of life as a Christian. Now see, living in America, like I have all my life, and my my dad, my grandmother, who, who passed away. It's my dad's mother. 
she passed away before he ever got here to Wyoming. She was a Christian woman. But she led, she took her three kids, my dad was one of them, to an Amy Simple McPherson meeting and and that was when the big Azusa Street revivals were going on. And uh, he got saved. And that followed him all his life. But see, still, you know, in his life and in America, we didn't have massive persecution of Christians like we do worldwide. We don't have the system. Now, you see, we have a bunch of dipwits out there that are pushing Marxism and communism. Castro was an avowed Marxist. (laughs) And you can follow the history of Russia, North Korea, China, all Marxist origins, what they became. And see, when you begin to look at it, Venezuela and many others who want to become that, you know, there was a clip I was watching on Instagram. I didn't watch much of it because I got the idea. You know, they were interviewing people, kids in college. And every one of them preferred socialism. That's because they're being taught the textbook definition of Marxism. Which I've read, and I've... I've I've studied it. I've seen it. I know what it does. And it's a lie. But see, you have people on the streets. You have a lot of stuff. and, And there is a takeover in America to make this country Marxist. Well, see, this country has overthrown... Christianity. Now, we have a lot of Christianity. We have a lot of Christians here. But we've lost the culture. We've lost America. And the Christians need to stand up if you want to keep your country. You need to pray. Because the America that never had the persecution because of the Christian faith now has that. And it actually began during Barack Obama. Barack Obama is lawless. He's smart. He's slick. And he doesn't like to do things openly. He works behind the scenes. He's dangerous. But even Barack Obama tried to warn America about Biden. But of course, once Biden got in, you might as well take advantage of the situation. So there's no doubt that he's been involved some way with that. But recently, a number of ex-presidents came out. I think Clinton was one, Obama was one. I think there was another one. They were talking about how bad things they are under Biden. The reason they're bad is because of sin and because of lawlessness. The mystery of iniquity It's really bad here. I mean, that's what it's going to do. That's why it's a mystery. And it's and it's working globally. So if you want to find life, you find the wisdom of God. You find the Lord. 
because you have a better chance of being with him. Which is the only chance. Than going on your own. So the wisdom that we look at in a good sense it is skillful wit or wise and when you find wisdom having prudence connected to it you have discretion and subtlety while so if you put everything in context when we're looking at that we have the last several weeks discretion tact good judgment freedom or authority to judge something and make a decision the ability to keep sensitive information secret well don't give it to joe biden subtlety slight and not obvious Intelligent, experienced, cleverly, indirect, and ingenious. And there's another word, wily, like the wile or the wiles of man. Crafty, skilled at using clever tricks. And we talked about this earlier. Wisdom dwells with prudence. Not this show, but a previous one. In other words, according to Kyle and Delish, it inhabits prudence, has settled down, as it were, and taken up her residence with it. So wisdom and prudence works together, and that's what we've been talking about in this show all along. And, and the one word I like, wisdom, skillful and wise, but you have discretion which describes that prudence. Yeah, we have a gospel. And you want to go preach it. So you decided you'd go down to Black Lives Matter, who's beating everybody up, and stand there and preach the gospel. You can expect to be opposed. And I know of a guy that did that, and that he got the stuffings knocked out of him. But there may be a better way to do it. Fast and pray. Now see, that's the other part. Is that we can have the wisdom, we can have the prudence, but we need the power of the Spirit through fasting and prayer. If you've got a special something you need to do, especially if it's dangerous, you need to be fasted and prayed up. And the more believers that are helping you, the better. I used to say that before I'd ever preach in a church. I want to know that the pastor and the deacons, I mean uh, uh, the board members are all fasting for the meeting. If they're too lazy to fast for me to come preach, then I don't want nothing to do with them. They can get another preacher. But if you want the power of God, and if you're really seeking the Lord, you're going to be fasting and praying. How bad do you want America delivered? How long are your good jobs going to last? How safe are you going to be if your borders continue to be like they are today? You see, there comes a time in any nation when the ones destroying it are going to have to be stopped. And I can tell you, nine times out of ten, that will require ammunition, bullets, and guns. Excuse me.
America's forefathers. If you read in the Constitution, read what our forefathers said. When you have a government that is destroying your country, America, and they're not listening, it's the duty, it's the right of the patriots to stand up. It's quite graphic. Matter of fact, even the forefathers got listed. I don't know if it was in Obama's or Joe Biden's administration. They used those. I know the FBI had a workup on that where they handed the paper out and were reading it. And it had uh, the examples of radicalism and they listed the forefathers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, we'll just list George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, you know, Adams and the others and say they were radicals. Well, they weren't radicals. They were citizens. They were hard workers. They were smart. But they wanted more because they had seen the persecution that came out of Great Britain. And it, and it was bad. Great Britain has a lot of that trouble. You know, we also covered a scripture about the knowledge of witty inventions. And, and you'll find that in Proverbs as well. And the witty inventions is a plan. Well considered, carefully thought out, design plans and conclusions. And see, instead of just go barnstorming, one of the worst things we did was have a gathering in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. It needed to be more carefully planned out. Trump had asked Pelosi for National Guard help. She refused. Of course, on purpose, because stuff comes out that she was involved in some of this stuff, setting it up. They had a setup there because they expected them to do something. They have people planted there. We know this. When I first heard that, I told Tower, I said, that's the wrong thing to do. You see, D.C. is a principality and a power. There are dark powers there. And you don't go wandering in to the devil's hole, nest of vipers, unless you're prepared spiritually and physically. You don't wander in like some moron and just say, okay, I'm here. No, you got to make sure that if you're going in there, you're God sent. Elijah wouldn't even go anywhere unless God told him to go there. There was one time when he left after Jezebel coming after him and he went up in the cave in the mountains and God said, what are you doing here? And he says, they're seeking my life and I alone am left. And God said, I've got 7,000 that have not bowed the knee to Baal. So Elijah got his butt back. See, God knows the numbers. He knows what you're against. He knows what you face. See, Proverbs 2.21, and I want to bring this up before we close. For the upright shall dwell in the land, and the perfect shall remain in it. But the wicked shall be cut off from the earth, and the transgressors shall be rooted out of it. 
Proverbs 10.30, The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inhabit the earth. In Psalm 69, 35-36, it says, For God will save Zion, will build the cities of Judah, that they may dwell there and have it in possession. The seed also of his servants shall inherit it, and they that love his name shall dwell therein. Now, all of that will come to pass. And it already has, because God literally did bring Judah back from captivity in Babylon, and they rebuilt that. Now, Israel is in the land. They do not have all the property, you know, all the land. But there's also a future to that because the Gentiles, the, those redeemed in Christ, will dwell in Zion. So understand that there's a lot of evidence and truth that while the wicked may have a heyday today, they're not going to have it forever. That God will make things right. And he has given us scriptures. I pray thee, Father, that you'd not take them out of, out of the earth, but keep them from the evil. Again, he says, watch and pray always that you will be counted worthy to escape all these things that are going to come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. God doesn't want you dead. He wants you alive as a testimony. But if you do die with faith and do die as a martyr, God will acknowledge that. But the idea is to survive and get through without dying. To be there for your kids, your children, your wife, your friends, your family. And I can tell you, when you get overseas... And the evidence we, we, we've had, and others, it's a dangerous place. But it is a dangerous place now in America today. Father, we thank you for your word. Bless those that hear this whenever they do. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word. Don't forget to go to warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com, read the articles, listen to the shows, check out my book, The Rising. I'm going to ask you to buy a copy and read it, tell your friends about it. I believe it'll be a good enough read that you will like it. Because the rising details of dark power that came. And I wrote it before all of this stuff happened, including COVID. And I detailed that. So check it out. Go to danaglinsmith.com or warren-usa.com. And I have links for the books there. Check it out. Get the book. Read it. And send me your comments through our comment form on our websites. Be safe. Take care of your family. Enjoy your weekend. Look to the Lord. And remember survival practice. Until next time. Shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.